Welcome to the Naked Life Podcast, where stripping is a way of life. I'm your host, Lo Wentworth. Shall we get started? Because I know you're ready. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Life Podcast. So it's been a minute. Um, the beginning of this year pretty much kicked my ass and set me back to required me to do some time of like introspective to really clear out some residual energy that's been holding me back, beliefs that's been holding me back, boundaries that I'm had to reinforce or reassess and really just hold a space for myself to like upgrade. Um, yeah, upgrade so much that like there were programs that I thought I I know I need and will be taking just different coaching programs since this year is really going to be a deep, deep dive into healing my relationship with the feminine energy and also the masculine energy and what that looks like and doing some womb work, which I know is really, really heady for some people who are like, what the fuck? I'm just trying to start out figuring out what masculine and feminine energy is don't worry I got you I know some of this sounds like weird that I will be talking about um but just bear with me because I totally understand where you are at in your beginning journey because I was you sometimes I'm even caught in the hyper masculine masculine energy of needing to go, 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 do, 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 that most women who are highly successful or who are viewed as leaders in their family, in their home life, in school, in work, all of that, who are just encompassed as leaders and they're the the go-to ones, the people, the women who are considered the strong ones that everyone just seems to gravitate towards when their own life has shit hits the fan, but yet you feel exhausted and a little lost inside but yet you're still putting on this brave face putting on this facade of like you have your shit together when internally you're just like you don't know if your shit is your shit that you got to heal or someone else's stuff that you took on like it's just so muddled and you've gotten to the point where you're doing things that like society or your family have told you that you should be doing are expected of you that there are family stories generational stories just generational healing going on and for those of you who are just like ah generational healing like what the hell even with like what the hell is womb work don't worry i've got you but the base understanding of generational healing or being a cycle breaker and you are this if you're listening to the this podcast is you saw something growing up or you've done enough work to look back and see things that that's not okay with with how your family was raised different family situations that happened or even if it's like you don't want to do the traditional 40-hour work week and you want to create your own business, whatever that looks like because that feels so aligned with you, but you're still like, I don't know what the fuck to do, but if I do that, that's risky. Like all of that, you see all of these things and you're just like, nope, I don't want to do that. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a different way. Like, nope. 
for example, one of the things that even before I started really deep diving into this work, because when I look at my journey, I've been doing personal development all along in some shape or form. Because school, I've provided opportunities to do other leadership programs or took initiative and said, like, I want to do this. I want to try this. Like, it was just something that just was constant. I grew up Lutheran. We did confirmation. But what was interesting about our confirmation group is, yes, they hit the markers for what we were supposed to do for the curriculum. But the women who were leading it were also generational breakers generation breakers wanted us to create a community within each other so they would have different topics that we would discuss that were affecting us in middle school or we would have conversations like that were affecting us in middle school whatever it may be because confirmation is your middle school years if you don't know that and by doing that instead of doing the traditional okay we gotta i don't know read corinthians 12.2 I don't know, even know if that's a verse in Corinthians. It just came up, whatever. Don't crucify me on this. It's just an example. And since they decided not to do the, like, solely focus on the curriculum, they broke that generational barrier because they saw something they wished they had or needed growing up and they wanted to create that. So that's just something you see. Like, you just see something and you say, nope, I, different way. The buck stops with me. And so, where was I getting this? There, I do outlines for these, you guys, and then I just flow with it. And so, ah, yes, me getting back to, like, taking the time that I need to, like, integrate these things. So, since I have decided that I am healing my relationship with the masculine energy therefore also healing my relationship with the feminine energy because it's a deep-seated wound in the masculine energy that a lot of people in this industry, in the personal development industry, cover it through the wound of the feminine. So yes, there are some wounds of the feminine that are going on that are legitimate wounds, but a lot of times having a wound with the feminine is actually a symptom to having your own masculine wound, masculine energy. And it could be like mom wound, father wound, um, wound with any sort of male who crossed a barrier with you. It would be considered a masculine wound. So if you've had sexual assault from a male, if your dad wasn't there or he wasn't supportive as he was supposed to you needed to be him to be or he abandoned you either physically or emotional or you were really really good friends and had a guy best friend growing up and then all of a sudden he started dating and you no longer had that friendship because the his girlfriend he had a girlfriend his focus was somewhere else it also could have been like the girlfriend was intimidated by you and felt threatened by you because they didn't feel safe in the masculine so when you live in a society that overvalues the masculine and has taught you to overvalue the masculine it becomes i don't want to say toxic because toxic is such a trigger word and so over so overused so i'm going to be saying unhealed 
yes, there are toxic individuals. Yes, there are toxic places. That is all the same. Like, I'm not going to consume water in an area that has had a chemical spill because that is toxic to my system. It will kill me. But when you're talking about someone else who is toxic for you, it means they're unhealed and you guys aren't vibing. And it's unhealthy for you to stay in this relationship with each other, whatever it looks like, and then it becomes toxic. But you're also two unhealed individuals who just don't mesh, which is fine. You might have meshed in the beginning, you might have meshed in in another time or you'll mesh again or you won't it doesn't like people are here to support you on your journey of healing and growing and learning which again i know is very very heady for a lot of people so getting to this is like i'm in this season i have started the season of like deep forgiveness <laughs> and forgiveness has been such a struggle for me because i thought forgiveness and was taught forgiveness was equal to you accept the disrespect and let the person in. Let me repeat that. I was taught to believe that forgiveness was you accept the disrespect and continue having that person in your life. Which is complete bullshit. It is complete bullshit. And that's not how forgiveness really works. Because forgiveness is for you. It goes, it's the similar sense to the, the saying, the adage, like, holding on to anger is like drinking poison you wished were for the other person who caused you anger. I know I totally butchered that saying, but you get what I'm saying, is like, you're holding on the anger, you're wanting this revenge, but yet you have the poison. You thought you put the poison in their tea, when in actuality you put the poison in your tea, so you're consuming the poison and it's killing you not them it's it's similar to the sense of that's what forgiveness is forgiveness is for you it is never about the other person forgiveness is for you it is never about the other person the other person may be going through a 12-step program maybe they've realized how shitty of a person they've been to you maybe they realize the actions that they took were completely wrong and unjustified whatever that may be so we're going to go to like the person who's in the 12-step alcohol program or someone who's in Al-Anon as well because they're very similar in that aspect. I haven't been through either program, but I have friends who have been in either program and from my understanding of it. But there comes a point where it's like when they're on their healing journey, so we're taking, we'll just take the example of an alcoholic. They're on this healing journey and they're seeking redemption forgiveness from someone else and then they're realizing like they're coming to you for like you to give them forgiveness but even if you were to give them forgiveness it won't be enough for them because they don't forgive themselves it's so similar to you seeking validation from someone else when really you're the validation that you need like you're seeking your own so like if you're doing something to prove someone wrong which I don't believe in doing something to prove someone wrong and show up your haters. Like, your haters are going to be there. Like, fuck them. What do you, why are you trying to prove yourself to not your people? God, that's such another, another nugget of, like, could go on about, like, why are you trying to get the acceptance of other people that, who, who clearly don't like you or are triggered by you or just projecting their shit on you? 
move along. You're never going to get their acceptance. You can win the achievement, whatever the achievement is for you. It could be getting out of the small town. It could be graduating college or law school, or it could be being a, the greatest lawyer under 30 or under 40, whatever it may be. I went to law school, so those are the, the legal examples are easy for me to come by, but it could be anything. It could be starting your own business. It could be making a million dollars in your business. It could be whatever it is, this outside achievement. So like also if you did sports, it could be like getting the, the first place trophy, being the champion of the tournament. And still you're going to have haters. You're going to have people who hate you on you and they're not going to give you that acceptance you want. You, you can't go up to them and show them the first place trophy and being like, nana, nana, boo, boo. Like I won. Like really that's besides it being bad sportsmanship, like really you're projecting your pain back to them, trying to cause them more pain for what they cause to you. So you're in this endless cycle of pain, projecting pain. Like, who wants to be on that? No one wants to be on the endless, endless cycle of projecting pain. I mean, what you don't heal, you project. Even me. There are stuff that if I haven't don't heal or haven't been able to heal yet because healing is a journey, it's not a destination. So that's one of the things to talk about healing and if you're new to this or semi-new to the personal development program or you have an idea but you've just become like so fucking overwhelmed onto what to heal because there's so many things, everything's interconnected, you just take one thing at a time. It took me so fucking long to realize this. So long because I could see the bigger picture, the bigger picture, which obtains to being a Sagittarius, which is also my Myers-Briggs is being like the, like, was, is that Myers-Briggs or is it Strength Finders being futuristic? So I can always see the bigger picture and see how everything's all interwoven and interconnected. So it's like, oh, I have this wound with relationships, but also like, oh, then there's this money moon and then there's this me seeking validation for other people's loves I'm never going to get. Like, it's all interconnected, but pick one of those. Whatever resonates for you, whatever feels like, ooh, that feels good to start with. And it could be starting with, what does your dream life look like? It could be, if you know you have a money story that's coming up, it could be starting with that money story. And understanding, yes, it goes deeper. I don't believe in the saying, new level, new devil. I believe in the saying, new level, same devil. Like, your healing process there are going to be some lessons that are just going to be constant and universal and gabby bernstein says it's like the universal lesson it's like repeat it repeats itself until you heal it but there are just some lessons that are going to continue to repeat because it has so much healing that you're required to do for it and it could be generational it could be soul stuff it could be so much deeper than what your current lifetime is again Bear with me. I know this may be a little high level, but just suspend your belief enough. So imagine you're entering, you're reading a fantasy novel. You have to suspend your belief enough to know that this world is a fantasy, that it might not, that it will not exist in your the current reality that you and I are living in. But since you suspended that belief that this is a fantasy, then you're more likely to enjoy and understand whatever lesson the book is trying to provide for you or whatever entertainment that may be. 
I mean, quite fun, honestly, any book you read is giving you a lesson on something. And I know this because I'm in the process of writing my first novel. And I know there's a trilogy coming out at the same, like, same time of me creating this. And I say, like, it coming out at the same time, it's me creating it, putting words to page and organizing it. So as I've learned how to organize it, because I know and understand myself well enough, that I need to have a, a rough outline to give myself direction. Otherwise, if I just go like, fuck it, we're going to go with the flow. I, I do not operate very well with that. Like if we're going to travel to Austin, Texas. All right, cool. I'm going to direction, Austin, Austin, Texas. Everything in between, like stops in between what we're going to do in Austin, Texas. Oh, it's so much going with the flow there. Like I don't really give a crap of what we do because it's also me being spontaneous and experiencing life. And if someone's with me, a lot of times I default for them to choose different things because for me, besides learning and understanding them, it's also an opportunity for me to expand and learn about myself and grow, which I know feels very weird for other people on the spotlight and whatever, we'll go from there. But going back to this forgiveness journey, the forgiveness, a lot of times, something happens in your life. And I'm working through this book called Forgiving What You Can't Forget. Hence why I'm doing a deep dive in the forgiveness. Because there's some relationships that I've been struggling with letting go. And some of them are familial relationships, family relationships. I've been struggling to let them go because... There's part of me who wants to just scream at their face and tell them how they did wrong and acknowledge that and take ownership of that. But then there's a bigger part of me who knows that they're not going to. They're not going to take ownership of the fact like this made-up event happened that they knowingly blamed me for, told me to my face that they knowingly blamed me for, but yet I'm the one that has to get on my knees for forgiveness and prove that I want this said person in my life. Besides this person being older and wanting to live by the, the hierarchy rules of like the elder hierarchy rules of generation, like being an older generation than I am. Besides the fact that they're wanting to like establish this, they're putting it on me for their own projections. And also the struggle is that this person does a lot of personal development and is aware of it, but instead they have weaponized it. And they don't actually do it and they do the spiritual bypassing. And that's my experience of this person. But since this is my experience of this person, I also know I'm never going to get the validation and the apology from them. It's never going to happen. Just because of my experience. So then it's like, how do you reconcile this? And also know you need to forgive and let this go because it's an energetical leak on you and for those of you for like who's like what's an energetical leak it's equivalent to having 50 tabs open on your computer and trying to figure out where the music is coming from that's what it's like in your brain if it's in the back burner if it's like something constantly like you wake up each day and you're just like oh i gotta call the kennel because i don't need to have the boys overnighted anymore that one weekend at the end of march um but i'll do it later or I've got to do X, or I have to plan out what supper is for tonight, or like whatever it is that you're putting off of doing 
is a constant energy loop. So, excuse me, if you take a moment of thinking of like a person who has wronged you or you've had a conversation where you went through an argument and then you repeat and replay that argument in your head and you get pissed because then you're just like, oh, I've had all these better comebacks that I could have said at this argument that's in the past. That is an energy leak as well. So it's mentally draining you. So you feel exhausted besides other health things of like taking care of your body and eating correctly or eating what your body needs. That's what I mean, eating correctly. Um, this is also the energetical leak of like your mental capacity. Sometimes your brain doesn't even shut off at night. I mean, there have been books that I have read that the night before that I didn't actually get a good night's sleep because my brain was mentally stuck on whatever scene or whatever scenario was happening and it was still playing in my head about like what I would do or how I would write that or what happens next in the story. That's an energetical brain leak going on. And so you want to condense those and eliminate those as much as possible. So it's like crossing them off your to-do list, writing it down, like all the things you think you have to do or all the things you need to do and just write it down as your to-do list and just start taking those off. Don't be adding things from stuff you did in the past just to satisfy cutting it off the list. Like that is also another energy link and you are lying to yourself which creates a bigger thing of the illusion of why you lack trust in yourself. So many juicy things coming out, guys. Um, and lacking trust and rebuilding trust within yourself is a whole another podcast. It's a whole program that I will be creating and producing as well. But these are just short little nuggets for you to get an update of where I'm at and what I'm doing in my journey. And different things that I have noticed and witnessed in coming and just wanted to share and let you know what is coming next. As always. Because I really do enjoy doing podcasting. I do enjoy getting on Instagram and doing lives. Like I'm trying to figure out videos to incorporate having YouTube video instead of just the audio throwing it on YouTube. Like there's so much stuff going on that I love to create and share wisdom that I've learned or witnessed and taught in others. Because it's not just about me. Like some of the stuff I have taught others and held space for others, like my clients, my friends, past coworkers, are all experiences that have helped me and developed my own learning journey and healing journey. Like I've read books, I've done, I've worked with so many different coaches and healers out there and then along the way I've learned how to make it my own so that's one of the things like with everything I share is you keep what resonates and you just let go of the rest and let going of the rest means it's like you don't if I have come out with like a step-by-step to-do list on how to set boundaries it doesn't mean you have to go through all 10 steps and then you've set the boundaries. You're a master at setting the boundaries. There could be something in that step-by-step process that's like, mm, that doesn't work for me. So like the forgiveness piece, for example, I know I'm not going to confront this person, but I also know that there's journaling, there's burning rituals where you write them a letter and you burn it. And in this letter, as an example, for you to 
use, and it doesn't have to be just forgiveness. It could be also like a situation that you're just very, very angry about and you want to release and let go of. And you're just writing a letter to them or you're just journaling it out, whatever works for you. I have noticed in this cycle of my life that journaling, just to journal, doesn't work very well to me. So I just imagine I'm writing a letter to someone else in my journal. Her name is Ethel. So I write Ethel because I know Ethel's not going to be a judgmental asshole to me, but I know I'm a judgmental asshole to myself with stuff that I have yet to heal or need to heal or working through and forgiving. So in this letter, you write it all out. You can be as nasty as you want. You can just like, just turn it up, say all of the things. It can also switch to like why you're sad and what you're missing about this person after you get all the things you want to say to them about how they're this horrible and hateful person and just go like your 3D version of you. Again, I understand 3D, 5D might be a big thing for you, but like your lower self, like when people say if they go low, you go high. Well, maybe you need to go low too. (laughs) Maybe there's a lower, your lower self needs an acknowledgement too. So you're letting your lower self get that acknowledgement out so your higher self can come in to help with the healing and get to the root of the thing, like why this person actually hurt you. So you're writing this letter. It could be one page. It could be 12 pages. Whatever feels good to you in this moment, don't hold on to it. So you could just set a timer for 15 minutes and you just write it all, write it all out. And then you burn it. You can burn it in your sink with the window on so the fire alarm doesn't go off in your apartment building. You can have your own like little pots. Like I have a clay pot that I got from someone delivered flowers to me. So I use that as my ritual for burning. Or you could just use a grill for that. Like if you grill food or if you're in a apartment complex that has grills, in it you can just go and burn it there but the point is is you you get it out and you release it so you don't hold on to it this could take several takes this also could take several nervous system practices with like EFT some other shamanic movement to get the pain and trauma you're experiencing out of your body because just because you acknowledge it mentally doesn't mean your body has hasn't acknowledged it or taken it in so there are a lot of traumas that you take in your body. So I know there's a popular book that says your body keeps the score. I haven't read it, but it is very true. So there are different things, especially in my own experience as a woman, is when there are things like when I'm doing yoga, they're doing hip openers. Sometimes different hip openers release built up emotion and you could just start crying and you don't understand why you are crying. That's because you've had built up tension and built up memory stored in there that if you did pigeon pose, which is a huge hip opener for women, I mean, it's a huge hip opener anyway, but if you did that, knowing that it opened and released whatever emotion is, you can just ride the emotion out or sometimes you can be like me in journal and be like, where the fuck did this emotion come from? Like you want to understand the source. And that's very much who I am. Like, I want to understand. I seek to understand. Sometimes accepting what is is challenging for me. So, like, letting the emotions flow through you, that can be challenging for me. 
I've gotten better at that. I, I'll give you this example. So earlier this week, um, there was a couple times that I felt like I turtle my dog. I just get, lay on top of him, encompass him, like hands and knees. I'm not putting my whole weight, and I just cold and cuddle him. And the second time I did it, it was just like my chest started like heaving. Like I was sobbing and crying. I eventually tears did come out, but it was something was stored up in me that was being released in that moment where I was cuddling with my dog and I was just cuddling and I just let it go. I was just like, interesting. So my body is releasing some sort of pent up trauma. So when you're doing something like that, like if your body starts shaking, you're not really understanding what is happening. If you're doing it, if you're like, if you're with a women's group, or you're reading a book, or you're listening to a podcast like this, or something that has the energetical healing going on, that you're purposely put yourself in the space of, like, I'm going to heal X, or I don't know why I'm here, but I just know I need it. So that sometimes, like, when I go to different women's circles, be like, I don't know why I'm here, I just need it. In those moments, like the the couple of weeks ago when I was at a, a woman's retreat, like there was a women were sharing different experiences, and I just had to sit there and just let the fidgeting happening that was happening to me because there was just so much like stuff being released from me, whether it was the energy flowing through me or there was also some traumatic stuff that was coming through that I wasn't aware of, but my body was releasing it. So another example when you think you're like shaking like weird like that it's just like animals do this all the time they shake out their body so they don't hold on to the trauma it's the same with us we dance we move we shake out our body so we don't hold on to the trauma so that it's just like so that means there's nothing wrong with you so if you think there's something wrong with you that you have to be this stoic person all the time or you have to understand why you're crying or where this emotion is coming from, you don't need to do that because that takes a lot of more mental space. And especially if you're trying to heal your relationship with the masculine and feminine energies, it's the, the masculine tape of wanting to put the container around it, wanting to understand why you're, you're crying so you can get to the root of it to fix it. Where the feminine energy is just like, all right, I'm crying. Something is coming up. We're releasing. There could be some hormonal hormonal different things going on with my body, depending on where I'm at in my cycle. Just like in that example of being like understanding the feminine, the female in our hormones is very feminine. But also knowing that a lot of indicators of like when you're going to be having your period come could be like for me before I started to heal my relationship with my body and my womb it was like I'd eat a shit ton of carbs like the week before it felt like I was a bottomless pit and it was just give me carbs 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 now it's like okay I need I need meat like the week before I just want to build up on iron and I'm not feeling like I'm a bottomless pit it's just like okay what do I want for lunch supper okay, I want some sort of meat, some sort of protein concoction. And so then I do that. But it's also being like, all right, this is coming up. I don't need to understand why I want meat. There could be an iron deficiency coming on. Okay, cool beans. Just let it happen. We go go with the flow. (laughs) 
hyper-masculine me would be like, I need to get all of the hormonal testing right now to understand why this is. No. You, you don't need to. Because a lot of times with the 28 to 32 day cycle for women, it it's the, the rebirth and death cycle going on. And whatever you experience besides what you eat during those 28 days... Yes, what you eat during those 28 days affect your cycle. So, like, cramps aren't normal, but they've been, since they're common, they're supposed to be normal, which you can have your period without cramps and without minimal to no bloating. I say this because I've done the work and experienced that and understand that. But it also energetically can affect as well because you're releasing stuff. Like, you're doing an energetical release through your room every month again if you're just like i don't fucking know about like masculine feminine energy that is fine that is totally totally fine i didn't realize i was going to go into this and discuss this besides talking about my starting my forgiveness journey and going in deep dive what that is and really giving me that time and space to integrate like this is who I was in the past. This everything I've done to this point to become the person I am now. The person I was, she needs to be honored and being like, okay, now it's time to rest. Because now it's time to really start doing more work, going deeper. Deeper with myself. On that and what that looks like and how I heal like my relationship with the masculine feminine. And it's also really, it's healing my relationship with men and women in general of what that looks like since there are so many different wounds. And I just use men and women as the generic. So whatever you identify with, you identify with. If you identify as a woman, great. If you identify as a man, great. If you're like, I feel like both, fine. You both, everyone has masculine and feminine energy within them so it's just understanding how to integrate them and what who is playing the role who is currently guiding your ship and what are they needing how are they needing to be acknowledged what are they trying to tell you on this healing journey because a lot of times when people talk about inner child work your inner child is leading the ship some subconsciously because you're not aware of what he or she is doing and you're repeating this pat this destructive pattern over and over again and then when you start realizing it comes from something that happened when you were growing up so that's called inner child work you heal that you realize your inner child is still a part of you and I also say this when people are like, well, I'm in my 30s, or I'm 18 now, or 20, or 50, or whatever, so I'm a mature adult. No way my inner child is running any show. All right. Sure. I call bullshit on that. But even for further, deeper, I asked my grandmama a couple years ago, and she is my grandmama, so clearly she is much older than I am. I will not be sharing her age or what decade she is in. I will honor. She does not want that shit publicly known, even within the family. I asked her, when do you feel like an adult? Like, when do you feel like you've grown up? 
And she's like, I'm still figuring it out. So if my grandmama, who has raised two generations, her generation, and then she's played a significant role in a lot of her grandchildren, me included, if she's done that, and yet she doesn't feel like an adult, you're going to feel like you're having your inner child still running the show. They're, they're a part of you. There are different parts of you that always need to be integrated because you had to be something at different parts of your life. So one of the examples of that is being like, for me, and could be you, is being in my hyper-masculine, like protecting, like, it could be also the, like, the ice queen face, phase, not face, um, but like being in the ice queen phase of like, nothing comes in, you're just so emotionally detached, you're not warm and fuzzy, I mean, people come to you to get shit done, so you can't be warm and fuzzy when shit hits the fan. So that version of you will always be a part of you, but that version of you was developed because something in your environment or in your reality called to you that you needed to do that to protect yourself. Like some part of you needed protection and so therefore whoop, you put on, on the ice queen mask. And so then like letting that go and healing that relationship and understanding like you can see the positives of the archetype of being an ice queen. There are positives as long as there are, there are negatives. Like your ice queen got shit done when stuff needed to be shit done. Like there was motivation, there was focus, like boom, 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 boom. But your ice queen was also emotionally detached wasn't entirely fully herself she wasn't didn't let people in to experience who she is as an individual that's the con side you can get rid of that and let that go and there could be moments in your life when you need to have like all right we got to get shit done like we go boom 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 again and understanding you don't need to stay there like you can call upon that if you're creating your own life and you need to get the foundation and you need to start building and doing, like, checking off the checklist. Like, if you're going to start your own business, there's still a formula of, like, how you start your own business and different things that you need. You can tap into her and be like, okay, we got to do X, Y, and Z. And then boom, 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 you do that. And then understand, like, different things that need to happen that you can pull her energy to ensure that happens. So making sure the masculine container of what your business is so that when you're creating stuff, the like, this is the feminine flow, creating a podcast for me, like, I'm able to flow with the creating of the podcast because I have this masculine container of something recording, I have the mic, and also have a system in place to edit, put the show notes up, and share it to the world. That's the masculine container. That's when I call on the ice queen, or people call her the bad bitch who gets stuff done, to do it, to get it done so it's out into the world. But I know I don't need to stay there. It's I'm not using it as a pr protection mechanism. I'm using it to hone my skills to ensure that I can get what I need to get done in this moment. And it allows me to be flexible throughout the day. So when I understand like my whole energy throughout the day and like when I'm most productive and when I'm like, okay, I'm done, 
like nothing is coming into the brain then it's like what do I do during that time to relax and just let go I won't be forcing myself to listen to another podcast or read a book a personal development book I won't even be writing during that time because my brain is so fried just because of how I ebb and flow during the day and the ebbing and flowing changes depending on what cycle I am what's where I'm at in my cycle is understanding and just letting that flow and just going with it and knowing which times I can strategically use and what version I need to strategically leave at that time so like the version I need when my brain is fried I can no longer input any more information is the self-care person is the warm and fuzzy person who's like, oh, what can I do to just feel good in my body? What nourishing food can I have? What do I need to just go to bed earlier or do I want to take a bath? Or am I up for reading a fun romance novel? Like, what do I need in that moment that is very minimal and nourishing instead of the go, 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 I gotta get shit done? Because the go, 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 I gotta get shit done version they're not aligned when I need to take time and just rest. And so if I'm making the go, 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 go version of me come into the time where I need actual rest and resting can just be like, sometimes like an example I would use in college of rest is I would take a weekend or a day that's literally, I just blacked it out. The curtain was closed, the room was black and I would just watch binge watch crap tv all day people would think that would be unproductive and lazy but I wasn't because I needed the rest because I knew if I took that 24 hours depending on what I needed to get done like if I if there was a deadline for something if I couldn't do the whole Saturday Sunday I knew if I took that 24 hours that when I needed to be productive I'd be refreshed I'd like I took a mental vacation but the go, go, go version of me would have clouded that, stressed me out even more if I was leading from that instead of leading from the version of me that's like, okay, I need rest. And also to get there requires a lot of forgiveness of self because forgiveness is about you. We tie it all in here and getting towards the end of the podcast. God, there's so many nuggets in here. I just, it's just so much fun to have a conversation with you guys, but discussing forgiveness and what that looks like. I will be sharing my journey with you guys on this. I'll be sharing like what tactics I used, what things I needed, what came up for me. I won't be sharing like the nitty gritty. There's a difference between airing your dirty laundry and being coming from a healed place and being like, this is what I did when X came up. And just sharing that with you. Also, what is coming down the pipeline? So that way I want you guys to know that and are aware. This month we'll be pre-selling for the Boundary Self-Study course. It'll just be a three-video program for you that will have their own pre-sale discount price on it. Also, we'll be pre-selling a six-week semi-live program and when I say semi-live is like 
there will be recordings released each week on a topic, and then there'll be a Q&A a couple days later video going on for six weeks. And during these six weeks, it's foundational things that give you an overview of what your journey could look like, what I did, what was the base to get to X, Y, and Z. So like each week builds off of each other, but each week also, if you pulled it out on its own, could be foundational in whatever you need on your journey to understand where it's at. It's not saying, like I said before about having a steps to create boundaries one through 10 and then you have to, you think you follow one through 10 and that's how you made it. No, maybe there's step five is what you need to do first before you do step one. It just gives you an option and an overview of what people have done, who I've taught and coached through, and what I have done to create this whole like process. So that's how this whole foundational course is going to be. It's just an overview of what the journey could look like for you or what you may need. There'll be different topics. We'll also be doing like overviews of stuff that could be so high level for you, like the feminine and masculine energy, like breaking our generational break, breaking breaker, like, you know, healing generational wounds, you know, like 3D, 5D stuff, like learning to trust yourself and what that looks like. Like it will go deeper on those things for you that will give you like the overview. And then yes, there'll be coaching and other products that come out that go take it even deeper for you to use along with hiring me as your individual coach, whether it be for six weeks or six months. Right now is what I'm offering. There could be a three month option maybe, but right now it's just six weeks or six months because they're the short container you can get a lot of shit done, but sometimes you also need the longer container of six months. Three months in my experience has been okay, but I've always felt like if I do a three month program, like a mastermind, like having an additional like two months of integration support benefits me more than taking like the three months of what we were hyper focused on in this like mastermind or a course than it would without the integration part so this is just all that's coming down the pipeline is the course you can watch on your own and do on your own and then also for boundaries and then the six-week foundational course like be watching instagram you know there'll be links here also, like if you want to get on my email list, there's a link to this. There will be links there. Um, I'll be sending to you about when things are coming and everything else that is going on that I wouldn't share on the podcast or or on Instagram because you guys are choosing to come into that even more and be more intentional about it. So I'm going to be more intentional and open in that container on the email sequence telling you what's going on eventually there'll be a membership portion you'll be able to be on in a, like a telegram where it's like I'm sharing more in depth of what I'm going through in that container giving you more an insider just because you're wanting to be in that energy and learning in real time like what is up for me or what I would be sharing maybe even deeper details of what is going on instead of like the high level of overview I'm giving. So this is just so you know where you are going and what is coming up, at least for this year. A couple years may look different. Just looking ahead and looking where you want to be like five years from now, 
is also big so that you can like understand what you're wanting to and what needs to be in place. So the calendar can be very beneficial if you use it correctly. And when I say when you use something correctly, I mean how you use it to benefit you and what works for you is using it correctly. Not how I use it is using it correctly for you. Like what everyone is so individual at the same time, we're all not individual. So like you're unique, but you're not unique. So you might be allergic to peanuts. I'm not allergic to peanuts. Maybe my body likes peanuts. I will not be giving you recipes or things that includes peanuts because you're allergic to peanuts. So that means there's something else that like you could be having that I could not be having because my body doesn't like it. But they could be considered healthy foods. So like peanuts could be considered healthy food in the sense like, eating nuts when it, you're allergic and it's not healthy to, to you but for me it's healthy for me and vice versa you just take the information and you customize it the human experience is not unique because everyone experiences pain joy frustration excitement like happiness everyone experiences those emotions but how you experience those emotions are not the same they're individualistic. They may be similar to other people's, but they are not the same. And I will leave you with that. And I will see you next week for another episode of The Naked Life. And you can always catch me on Instagram. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Naked Life Podcast. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, and share with all your friends.